listening to Girls Gone Wild. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 199. Claire, this is the last time we're in the 100s. I know. <laughs> party. I hope so, you're all coming to our party. I'm so nervous, but I hope everyone shows up. I'm yeah, guys, so excited. You need to, to come you. because Joy is so nervous that no one's going to come. <laughs> Well, now I'm almost nervous, like a lot of people are going to show up. So it's like the opposite. So, you know, really, really what it comes down to is I'm going to be nervous no matter what. Really what it comes down to is there's only, we can only have like 60 people. (laughs) I've had so many stress dreams about it. I keep texting Claire that I'm like. You know, I feel like you, this is like the, the, you know, making too much space in your life problem that you don't have like anything else to worry about. Like I'm sitting here thinking like I mean it's not like I'm not thinking about the party but it's just really not at the top of my mind during the day yeah like if I'm not actively like oh it's time to consider that you know like we are not asking me questions about it or I'm not directly addressing it I'm not really thinking about it because I just have so much else going on so I haven't had any stress dreams about it I just keep having weird stress dreams that it's going to come around and when I'm not going to be ready like something's not going to be ready or I'm going to be late and we haven't set up or anything. And I don't know why. I just like that's yeah, what I keep I don't know about. either because I feel like at the end of the day, like the worst case scenario is you're late and the party starts without you, which is fine. I know. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. But okay. So but regard, irregardless. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Since when is Gretchen Wieners from Jersey, Joy? Oh, that's from like, um, I don't know what movie that's from, but it's like a it's Goodwill a Hunting purpose. Yeah, I know. Oh. Regardless. And then, hey, whatever. I just threw in the Boston accent. <laughs> oh, I thought that was like a New Jersey accent. Nonetheless. Maybe. Maybe it's Jersey. Nonetheless, everyone needs to show up. And because it's going to have a, we're going to have such a good time. We're going to have the taco truck the, or the Arepas truck. We're going to have cupcakes, treats by Tilly. She's making custom cupcakes just for this party, which I still cannot get over that she's doing this. Thank you, Tilly. She's from um, CrossFit Deco. And we're going to have LaCroix. We're going to maybe have a limbo contest. So there's just going to be a lot of like surprise guests. It's <laughs> going to be such a great time. And we're going to do a live episode recording. So come on and over. After all that, we're going to podcast. Which I think is like what I'm the most nervous about. But it'll be fun. We got a lot of surprises up our sleeves. Oh my gosh. I feel like we have not talked forever. Last night, Claire and I recorded with Emily Schramm. So by the time this episode comes out, you guys will have hopefully listened to the episode with Emily Schramm on her podcast, which is MFIT Radio. So we were there last night and it just kind of struck me like, (laughs) I don't think Claire and I are ever going to run out of things to talk about. So true. Sitting with Emily, we were like, what? We only have 45 minutes. We could have talked for five more hours. Yeah, we could have. Everything that came up. So... We had a lot going on in the past month, I'd say. We went to Costa Rica. We've just been preparing for this party, and we've had a lot of episodes recorded in between, so I feel like we we need to have a good catch-up. We're going to talk about the gray shoes, the Reebok gray shoes. A lot of people are asking me about S-Town, Claire's pelvic floor exercises. She posted about that on <laughs> um, our Insta stories, and so we're we're going to cover a lot tonight, which, by the way... I feel a little bad that I've not been tending. There's so much social media to tend to. I don't know how people do it, but I feel kind of bad that I have a full time job. That's how I do it. Well, that's true. I really haven't been doing Snapchat that much because Insta Stories is just so much more convenient. Right. Exactly. There's no no need. So if you guys are really relying on the on the Snapchat, please transition over to Insta Stories. We're much more active over there. Just so much easier. Yeah, I actually deleted Snapchat on my phone. Oh, good for you. It was taking up too much memory. 
Yeah. Oh. No, it was just taking up too much memory, and I was like, "I'm. This is redundant." Yeah. Gotta prioritize. So we we got. Let's start with the great shoes because Reebok sent us a bunch of uh, shoes to try out. One of which were the Grace. And yes. how do you like them? Here's. Well, let me let me jump in really quick. I how didn't, do you like them? Just kidding. I'm gonna talk. Just kidding. I'm gonna talk. I will say really quickly. I want you to review them, but I will say I was surprised because I didn't think I would like them because the whole premise is that they're supposed to be more narrow on the toe box for women. And I oh. have fairly wide feet. And so that's why I really love the regular Americans. nanos. Yeah. And the regular nanos because they're a lot wider. So the other the other question I want to nip in the bud is no, we are not sponsored by Rehawk, <laughs> but we have um, gotten some really great some really great swag from them and are super grateful for all the stuff they've sent us and I um I didn't really have like a preconceived notion about the graces going into it I guess I kind of thought like I get my biggest question was just like what's the difference and I like them a lot I think I see them as kind of like they're right in between I feel like the nano and then maybe like the speed I don't think that I would necessarily wear them on a day that had a lot of heavy reps I don't feel like they're quite as stable as the nano but I do like them because they're much lighter weight yeah i feel like they are a little bit more maybe like flexible isn't the right term because the nanos are pretty flexible but just the whole upper part of the shoe is a lot lighter and a lot i feel like it, it i don't know how to describe yeah i it. feel like it hugs your foot very well and it also moves yeah. with your foot better so it's a lot more responsive with your foot and with your foot movements i i um did a few wads with them recently and one we did a lot of running which to me, I'm always kind of skeptical with the CrossFit shoes because when yeah. we do a lot it's of like running, so minimal. it's so minimal that you're like, okay. And we legit ran a mile the other day and I felt fine. And it's pretty, so that was pretty significant for me at least because sometimes when we do running wads, I'll grab my running shoes or I'll grab the shoes that are, that I got from Chris Hinshaw last year that are kind of more. The Those run- are the speeds, right? Are they the speeds? I, yeah. I, you know, I have yet to see those since. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I haven't even seen them on the website, so I don't know what, but I just remember he was like, yeah, these are the specific running shoes for CrossFit. And so I really liked those for the running wads, but it's kind of like, it is so difficult. I, I, uh, hats off to the shoe designers because I can't imagine having to des- like design a shoe for everything. <laughs> Design yeah. a shoe for weightlifting and running and right. jumping and box jumps and burpees and, you know, all that stuff. So I, I feel like, yes, we're always going to be searching for that one perfect shoe. I don't think it exists, but I feel like this, this, the gray shoe pleasantly surprised me because of the, it's very lightweight. I really like the extra. It's almost like kind of like an inner sock that goes around your ankle that kind of hugs your ankle a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So you have a lot more ankle stability. It's just Super lightweight, flexible, really hugs your foot. I didn't think I'd love the narrow toe box, but I was completely blown away that it wasn't going to be like super narrow because I hate. When I my actually foot... feel like if anything, it has it feels a little roomier than the Nano. Yeah, because it's so much more flexible. Yes, agree. There you have it. That's there the you difference. have it. That's our <laughs> that's our review. That's our official review. Yes, um, we are sponsored by the CrossFit van. I should say. I'm just kidding. Hashtag CrossFit van. <laughs> Oh, everyone's sponsored by the CrossFit Van Joy. Yeah. You just don't know it. You just, they're sitting outside right now. Oh my gosh, I saw the funniest thing Sandy posted today on Facebook, or somebody posted it to Sandy's wall and I saw it, and it was like, oh my god, hold on, I have to pull it up because it, it was really, did you see it? It was like about, no. like, it was about like Big Brother. I don't know, Sandy posts so much stuff. It says, people <laughs> in the 60s, 
people in the 60s, the government will wiretap your home. People now, hey, wiretap, can Kathy eat pancakes? <laughs> and it's like a picture of an Alexa. Oh, before I forget, someone, okay, we need to give the shout out to the guy who wrote our Alexa code. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. I'm looking it up right now because I want to make sure I'm like saying. It was just Matt, wasn't it? Was it Matt? I want to say it was Matt. Yeah. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. And he coded, I don't know what it, I, I don't know what the Yes. Okay. Is. Matt Haberland. And so he says that you can ask Alexa, play Girls Gone Wad on any Alexa enabled will. device and it will play your podcast. Because of Matt. Because of Matt. Thank you. Thank you, Matt Haberlin, for creating that. Making that's... it possible for, for introducing Alexa to Girls Gone Wild. That's so great. It is really cool. Yeah. Just so you guys know, I don't have Alexa, just but... Just so you know, the wiretap can play Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> <laughs> All funny. the uh, big brother that's listening to yeah. you and watching so you. It's watching every move you make. It's literally recording inside your house. Yes. <laughs> the fine. call is crumbing from inside the house. Did you ever <laughs> see that scary movie? What? Which one? When, it, when a neighbor calls, or wait, what is it? When a stranger calls. When a stranger calls. No. Okay, so this <laughs> this makes me feel like I'm in junior high. So this movie is so old. I don't even know. Like, I need to Google it right now while we're talking. <laughs> it cracks me up. Let's see. Hold on. When a stranger. Okay. They remade it, of course. So it originally came out, what's the original? Oh, 1979. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So it's a psychopathic killer terrorizes a babysitter oh my and then return, <laughs> returns seven years later to menace her. So it's kind of okay. like a scream, right? So they tried Got to it. like, a scream is kind of like a knockoff of when a stranger calls. But I remember when I was in junior high, I'd go to my friend's house and I have a twin brother. Like we never... I, I feel like there's a benefit to having older siblings that like introduce you to things that you would like never be introduced mm -hmm. to. And so I had so many Mormon friends growing up that like they had all these kids in their family. So tons of older siblings. And so we'd be like hanging out in their basement watching movies and they're like, have you seen When a Stranger Calls? And it's this movie where legit, it's kind of like Scream, where the babysitter's like at the house and the, the call, like they keep answering this call and the guy's like harassing her. And then she calls 911 and they're like, okay, ma'am, you know, we're going to trace the call to make sure to see where it's coming from. And then they call her back and they're like, the call's coming from inside the house. Get out of the house right now. And everyone like freaks out and we're like screaming. Ah! Oh my God. <laughs> All I can think of is Zoolander. They're inside the computer. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know how I got on that tangent. Okay. Anyway. I oh, forget. I, I computers forget. Computers living in your house. Yes. So I do. Let's let's talk about podcasts really quick so we can get this out of the way. I've had so many questions about S-Town and my thoughts around S-Town. And you everyone, have some feels. Yeah, I do have some feels. So I'm going to try to address this briefly because I don't want to get too far down the rabbit hole. But I, um, everyone listened to Serial. Serial. Did, Claire, did you get into it? I know you weren't really totally into I got, that. No, I got really into the first season and I didn't get super into the second season. Yeah. I don't think many people did get into the second season. No, but I loved the first season. I yeah. didn't get into it until after they'd all come out and mm. so it was nice because I could just was able to listen to it all the way through but I remember you were so into it as it was coming out and I just was like Joy you need like I, I don't think I would have been able to handle the stress of you waiting for it to come out and me waiting for it to come out like I was stressed out enough for you yeah that I couldn't have also been it was a big deal it. in my life I went through a period of depression after cereal was over because I was like what am I going to do with my life like this is this is really sad. It was so fun to look forward to 
and every week was like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And I just love Sarah Koenig. I agree with you. I don't feel like the second episode, I'm sorry, the second series of Serial was very good. I feel like she just kind of tied it up with a really loose bow at the end and was like, okay, I need to move on. But so S-Town, everyone kind of tagged us in this and was like, oh, have you listened to S-Town? And I listened to it. And for those of you who haven't listened, I'm going to, I'm not going to spoil her, but I'm going to maybe spoil spoil a little bit. So if you haven't listened and you really want to, maybe just fast forward, like you have your warning right now. Okay. So <laughs> S-Town is by Serial and it's about this guy. Um, the, so the writer that, um, that really kind of like created this series does a really good job. So I really feel like the series itself is beautifully crafted. If you look at it from a storytelling standpoint, I'm on board, right? Kudos to them. But the story itself really bothered me because there's just so many things that happen. Okay, so the first episode you kind of go through and you're like getting to know the characters, which are real people. This is not fiction. And then the second episode, by the end, you're like, holy right turn. It takes a huge right turn, like jerk, jerky right turn. <laughs> And so after that, I was like, whoa, I'm so hooked. And so I, I then listened to the rest of, I think there's seven, five or seven episodes where they just kind of release it all at once. And I felt my lens was from like really feeling compassion for the main character. And I'm not going to say anything like what happens, but there's such a big piece that they're missing of addressing. He's so clearly mentally ill that they, I don't know, I wish I could talk to the producers producers of the show because Ira Glass produced this too. And I'm all I can think is like, these are smart people. They have to know that this guy was not right in his mind. So I have a hard time believing that they like just overlooked that detail. <laughs> so I don't know what their thinking was if they were really just kind of trying to craft this story around the community that, that this guy lived in or what have you. But it is an interesting story, but I didn't like it for the entertainment purposes because all I could think of was like how ill this guy was and that it was kind of more turned into entertainment. And then I all of a sudden was like, okay, now I understand why all my friends from the district attorney's office wouldn't listen to Serial because they're like, we live this every single day and there's a victim who at the end of the day is dead and no one's really, I mean, I, they do mention, mention Heyming hey Lee, but anyway, so I was like, I kind of understood it now from like the mental health standpoint where I'm like, oh yeah, now I know why they had a hard time or wouldn't even listen to Serial because of that reason. So everyone was like, oh my gosh, it's so good. You have to listen to this. I kind of got mad. I'm like, ugh, no, like, I think there's a part of me that just it hit home for me because I had a patient exactly like this character to a T where I was like, oh my gosh, they even talk the same. And just how much suffering they go through and not acknowledging that and more that the series was turned into entertainment really got me thinking and made, just made me a little more mindful of what we turn into entertainment. So I guess I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I have not listened to it. <laughs> I think yeah. that makes sense though. I mean, I think like I had a really hard time. I couldn't watch even that movie, uh, Silver Linings Playbook. Oh yeah. Because the main character is so much like somebody that I know that I like couldn't even in the first couple of scenes where he's like terrorizing his parents kind of I was like, oh, my gosh, I have been on that side of it. And like, this is not entertaining. Mm. This is just so awful. Like when this is happening to you, you feel so helpless and out of control. And like this, is there's nothing entertaining about this. Yeah. 
I watched like 10 minutes of it and I couldn't get through. It was just like, nope. So I can totally see what, what you mean. Yeah. And I, again, I really wanted to look at it from all angles and I was like, okay, yeah. I can totally see from the t- storytelling. Great. Awesome. Creative. He worked for three years on the story. Um, right. And he got really close to this guy and whatever. But I just, I think <laughs> my overly sensitive heart in regards to mental health was like, all right, everybody, can you just take a step back and just be mindful of what you're finding entertaining and kind of looking at it critically of how there's so many different pieces of the puzzle, especially like with cereal and how, you know, Heyman Lee was a victim and we're all just like, Oh, but what's going to happen to Adnan? And I don't know. It just kind of made me question that. And just not that we shouldn't be like super knee jerk about it, but I just did not enjoy it the way that I think the masses did. So I'll leave it at that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So Moving on, let's talk about the pelvic floor because, I mean, we're just what? going all over the place. But we're just you running down the list. recently posted on Insta Stories um, right. about doing double unders and you did not pee. I didn't pee. So, so let's, let's get an update on guys, your pelvic floor. Let's, let's. So if you go back and you, if you want to hear the beginning of the story, you can listen to episode 182 where I talk a little bit about, or quite a bit, I think actually about my first appointment with um jen anderson who is a physical therapist who works um she has an office that she does some just like part-time out of the back of crossfit j so when they built out crossfit j they actually specifically built in an office for jen and i think a couple other folks use it as well but so i uh, went to her back in december kind of just wanted you know after now it had been a good year since i'd had miles and i still just wasn't feeling like my pelvic floor but also like my kind of core in general was really back where I thought it would be and I you know obviously you just don't know what to expect and so I kind of wanted to just have like a gut check of like is this normal is there something else other than kegels that I should be doing long story short she gave me apart from telling me like yes you need to be doing kegels she gave me some other exercises so the big ones um are clamshells which you can google that it's like the most basic kind of super super basic um physical therapy basically it's just like laying on your side and opening and closing and like bending your knees and opening and closing them like a clamshell and then some like tabletops where you're up in a tabletop and you extend your opposite arm and opposite leg and then also doing that while you engage your what are the like the what are they called the like your kind of like girdle abs do you know what I'm talking about yes I know what like you're the, talking about yeah I forget like the stabilizer mm-hmm. part of your abdomen I forget what they're called I've just been and I, I can't by any means say that I've done it like every single night and I think if I had it probably would have been a lot more effective and I wouldn't have taken like four months to get to this point but so that's what I've been doing just kind of as often as I can remember I do a lot of like kegels while I'm driving <laughs> But it's been helping and I feel good about it. I feel like my core strength really is still lacking. Like I tried, we had hollow rock holds the other day and I couldn't even extend my arms over my head. So that's something that I'm really going to start working on this summer. And I also feel the effects of that even when I do, I mean, really when I do anything else, I feel the effects of that as well because, you know, like my back doesn't feel as, as stable and. Yeah, so I was just excited because for a while there I felt like I'm doing this all the time and I'm like not making any progress at all. And then today, it's kind of like when you have a headache and you know when you have it, but you don't really notice when it's gone away. Oh, yeah. It was like I was doing the workout and then afterwards I was like, oh, I didn't have to worry about that. That was nice. You're like, but I, I didn't just like pee. felt so, it just felt so normal. Like, you know, it, you shouldn't have to worry about that. And so it like didn't even occur to me that I wasn't thinking about it. And so then it was like, oh, that was nice. Okay, that's like, my update. Like, how much would you pee? 
That's a weird question. Like, how much pee I mean, comes out? I just want to know. It's never happened to me. Uh, it's like, an, I mean, it's a not insignificant amount. Like, it's not like, a, well, am I, I mean, like, my bladder is not full. Okay. So it's not like a crazy amount. But it's like, like enough that you would notice it. Okay. Yeah. I'm just feeling like some people are going to listen to this and be like, wow, that is not information I need about Claire. I mean, uh, like, we've talked about pretty much no everything. i know yeah. and i think like most people i i think it varies for different people like sometimes it's just like a little bit other times it can be you know but like once again it's not like you're typically if this is a problem for you you go to the bathroom right before you start but nonetheless your bladder could be like as empty as you think and i remember somebody posting like just go to the bathroom before i was like no this is not about needing to pee and not being able to hold it this is like i don't know where this liquid comes from because as far as I'm concerned, my bladder is empty, but you know, I don't think that you, you ever like get every last drop out and those last little drops, they, they find their way <laughs> when you're jumping up and down. So any advice to, uh, listeners out there who are really wanting to strengthen the pelvic floor? Or yeah, learn go more find about a it? pelvic floor physical therapist. If you are in the Denver area, I would definitely highly recommend Jen. I know actually that even after we talked about it in December, she had a couple of listeners reach out to her, which is awesome. So her name is just Jen Jen Anderson. She's a doctor of physical therapy, so DPT. And you can just Google her. Um, I'm trying to remember what her is it called, like cross cross something cross therapy LLC. Mm-hmm. So cross therapy LLC. It's like I said, she runs it out of CrossFit J on Federal. So I would definitely recommend going to go see her. Um, but if you any area that you're in, there is a physical therapist near you who specializes or at least, you know, knows enough to like has a part of their practice where they specifically focus on pelvic floor. So ask around, you can probably ask your OB or you can ask, you know, just Google it. And I, you know, there's, I think that we think, oh, it's common. And, I, and we've talked about this a bunch and I know this messaging is out there everywhere, but just cause it's common doesn't mean it's normal mm-hmm. and you don't have to put up with it. And it's like, actually, you know, it takes some time to fix just like anything. Like the thing about your pelvic floor is like just so many muscles come together in your pelvic floor that you really can't have a strong core and have a weak pelvic floor. So if you are experiencing this when you double under, if you're peeing when you double under, the underlying root cause is most likely keeping you from really being able to have a strong core. And it's maybe contributing to other issues, like if you have you know, tight lower back or if you feel like you have hip flexor issues or whatever it is, like all of that is probably connected. So I would definitely, definitely recommend like this is if you're at that point and it's normal once you've had a baby, like you're not going to bounce right back and your pelvic floor certainly isn't going to bounce right back because like you just passed a human through it. So there's like, it's, you know, it's going to take a little while. You just passed so a human. Through your pelvic floor. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's where it came out. And so, you know, be like realistic with your time frame, but at the same time, if it's been a year or years or even if you haven't ever had it, you know, like people can have weak pelvic floors, even if they've never been pregnant. So it's an issue you need to get checked out. It's not just something that you have to live with. Yeah. I think a lot of women from what I've heard are just like, oh, this is just something I have yeah. to live with. So I'm glad that. Right. It's not a fact of life. It doesn't there, have to yeah. be. I also will say there is a right and a wrong way to do a Kegel. Kegel. I don't know. I pronounce it Kegel. Uh-huh. What's the and right and wrong way? I can't really explain it because I like the I would explain it the same way either way. But if you go to a physical therapist who does an internal exam, which is weird a little bit, but you're at a doc, you know, they're a doctor, so whatever. If you and also they've most likely very specifically, if they're doing an internal exam, they've been specifically trained on how to do it to examine your pelvic floor, and they will have you do a, a Kegel, and then 
they'll kind of like redirect you and they'll kind of keep coaching you until you do it the right way. And you kind of realize like, okay, maybe I, you know, I've been doing it ineffectively this whole time. And if you're going to spend all the time and effort trying to remember to freaking do Kegels, make sure you're doing right because it's a pain in the butt to even just like remember to do them. It's like I mean, next thing you know, you're going to get the Gwyneth Paltrow jade egg that she shoves up her. Oh hula. my god, Gwyneth Paltrow! Uh-huh. Don't even. I can't have another podcast about I know. her. Although I will, I will say thank you to everyone who sent me that article about how insane Gwyneth Paltrow is because yeah. it was wonderful. I don't know. It just got me thinking of like all the ex, the quote unquote experts out there that you can really kind of hang a shingle and be like, "How do you become an expert on this shit? It drives me up the wall." I mean, we're well, not. Said- you know, we're not claiming that we're experts. We put a podcast out, but we're talking about real life. Like, I can't imagine just building something and being like, here's how it's done. I don't. This is fact. Oh, but there's so much of it out there. There's so much of it out there. I think yeah, I. Yeah, that's um, like an entire, not just podcast episode. I think that's like an entire podcast. Yes. In and of itself, just right. dedicated to nothing but like an hour a week discussing all the crap out there. Yeah. And I, I know that I'm kind of like, I don't know, I'm just running uphill here because I know that nothing's really going to change around that. And I can sit here and rant about it until I'm blue in the face. But it really does just frustrate me of like how from the social psychology standpoint, we all just kind of like follow the leader, you know, one of my favorite, one of my favorite, I will never forget this. I don't know why this stuck with me from college. It wasn't even in grad school, but one of my social psychologists was talking about like this social the social theory of, for example, when the social norm theory, when we're all sitting at a stoplight, like if you're all at a crosswalk and just notice this next time, right? It's the same thing of like, if you've ever seen that funny spoof in an elevator where someone walks in and everyone in the elevator is facing the opposite way. And then they all just oh, like, start like social, fa- yeah. social norm yeah. thing. Uh-huh. So it's like the same thing of if you're at a stoplight and if you, if one person goes and it's not like the hand isn't blinking, the person won't look at the hand blinking, like whether it's stop or go, they just go with the norm of whatever the person's doing next to them. So if you notice that next time, like if you're at a stop walk, that you will most likely follow what the other human's doing, not like checking to see what the sign says. And I can't help but like think of that every time I look at social media, of like how that's influencing us on a day-to-day basis. I know it kind of makes sense in a way because it's like just playing devil's advocate. I understand what you're saying and I obviously agree with you. But I think also like how else it goes both ways because, you know, yes, people say things and you follow them just because someone else tells it. But at the same time, that's how you find things that work, too. And so it's kind of like, yeah, it seems silly when you say it that way. But at the same time, like that's also the way that you find out about things you wouldn't otherwise find out about because you would think, oh, that sounds ridiculous, but it worked for all these people. So... Yeah, and I guess you know, that's very saying. that's very true. And I also think that I'm probably just referring to the stuff that's bullshit. So yeah, you know the stuff like that's like jade egg up your hoo ha. Yeah, or I was just I mean I just everyone's vaginal like, steaming. What's vaginal steaming? Oh my gosh, it's a Gwyneth Paltrow thing. It's basically like this. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you don't know about vaginal steaming. It was like they had this whole thing that about it. This was like maybe two years ago when she put it in her gift guide or she put something about it online and everyone freaked out. And we're like, no, don't do this. Basically, I don't really remember the whole like process, but m- more or less you sit on this stool over what is effectively like a humidifier and just let it go up into your parts and you can put like essential oils in there and like you just it's like a little mini sauna in your pants. Oh my God, what's the benefit? It's supposed to like detox. Everything for her is detoxing. It's supposed to be detoxing for your hoo-ha. Okay. 
First we of all, we just call it a vagina. Calling it a hoo ha makes me a little bit nervous. It's just uh, detox steaming. I don't know. It's like a why? It's okay, to, I will. It's supposed to get like the essences in there. I don't no, know. I'm sorry. What is an essence? And I will <laughs> go back to Doctor Oz, even though he's kind of weird now and he's like way yeah, too hollywood kind of like- but when he was normal and he was on oprah just like a feature guy i will never forget when he was like your vagina is a self-cleaning oven don't put yeah. anything up there like just leave it alone <laughs> and so oven. yeah he's that's true. what he said Eesh, are you Lord. sure he didn't say a self-cleaning organ no he said it's a self-cleaning oven i remember that just checking yeah <laughs> Because I remember Oprah laughed and Oprah knows everything. Yo, okay, so the <laughs> I'm just gonna go down this rabbit hole. The unbearable wrongness of Gwyneth Paltrow. This article is yeah. so freaking funny. Ugh, she thinks we're all gonna die from toxins. Yeah. Which I will then I will. I like to quote Hollywood doctors. If you haven't noticed, Doctor Drew always says, "Show me what a toxin is, and then I will believe you if you're detoxing." Which I kind of agree with that. I'm like, "What is a toxin?" Um, She wants you to put weird stuff in your vagina. Okay, enter Mm -hmm. the eggs. Whatever. It's like reverse being a hen. She wants you to spend all your money maintaining your quote unquote physique. This is where I think of Anderson. No, but I also think of. Janicean, where she's like technically good physique. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but this, but then in that part of the article, it talks about how she spends like thirty grand a year on her Tracy Anderson method. Yeah, women will bulk up if they lift more than three pounds. Normal cardio activities like running and cycling give you bulky derriere. Adults should eat baby food as a part of a balanced diet. Skin can be pulled tighter to the muscle. <laughs> this is so great. Yeah, she's crazy. She wants Not real you, people. She wants you to eat nothing. All right, so like lettuce, I guess. Okay, this is so funny. But okay, she wants you to treat conditions you don't have. Here we go. If you have like some parasite or whatever, you drink raw goat's milk. She doesn't care if she's wrong. I don't know about that, but we're going to give her a little bit of a benefit. Anyway, I just thought that was funny. Someone emailed us that article uh, after the Costa Rica yeah, and then, episode. Um, Marty posted it on my wall also. So how else is life? Paltrow. Any thoughts? Oh. Any thoughts? Because this truly is. I feel like it's in a momentous, like before we get married, before we gra- before we graduate, like our yeah, last. <laughs> yeah, our last hurrah, and then we like move into another chapter of I ha- I don't know what. Yeah, I don't think anything's going to change actually. But no. Uh, let's see. I do. I have anything? I'm just. I'm still working on a five a.m., which is so early. I'm still. so proud of you. I'm going tomorrow, which will be great. It's been fun. I'm getting used to it a little bit. It is getting a little bit easier. The thing that is my saving grace is that there's always a wait list for the 5 a.m. And so I feel really guilty. This comes back to TJ, actually, because TJ conditioned me when it came to signing up for classes ahead of time and not dropping out if there was a wait list. Mm, mm-hmm. I remember getting like guilt tripped by TJ because guilt trips kind of a harsh word, but yeah, but I get just like very being easy. it lightly but pointing being, it out. Yeah. About being like, Hey, not, not even directly to me, but I just remember like a lot, he would send out emails all the time of like, please sign in ahead of time. If you can't make it sign out with plenty of time that someone else can sign in, like don't cancel 10 minutes before class starts. That's not fair to other people who are on the wait list and would have loved to have your place. And so like, I always just think about all those emails that he used to send about that. Anytime I wake up at four 30 and I like look at the workout because they don't post the workout until midnight the night before. So I don't, I check it like when I wake up. And the only, the only reason I even care to check it is that it affects 
like the stuff that I bring, like if I need to bring my jump rope or if I want to wear a long sleeve shirt because we're going to be running or whatever, like it affects me how I get ready. And yeah, so it's the only reason that I don't sign out every single morning is because there's a wait list every single morning. (sighs) So I just have to stick with it because otherwise I feel bad. And I have yet to, I think, yeah, I know I have yet to sign out on a day when there was a wait list. I have signed out a couple times, like at the last minute when there's not a wait list because then I feel so bad. Yeah. But not since we got back from Costa Rica. I've been going really consistently. So it's been good. It's nice. It's getting a little bit lighter in the morning. I'm like starting to actually get to know some people. It takes a little while longer to get to know people at the 5 a.m. because everyone is asleep. But, you know, by the end, you're kind of chatty. And I feel like also like if you're at the 5 a.m., you have to. It's probably because you don't have very much extra time in the morning. And so people kind of get out at the end. And the gym is really small also, and there's not really anywhere, there's not like a place to sit around and hang out afterwards. So everybody just kind of leaves, which is totally fine. But I got to say that your 5 a.m. class kind of makes me even more tired because, I mean, I, I'm an early riser and I could probably do a 5 a.m. class, but man, that's real early. That is so early. Yeah, the alarm set at 4.30 is like so early. Ugh. But I lay out my stuff every single night. I put it out. I put it in the bathroom so that I can just like stumble into the bathroom, turn on the bathroom light so I don't have to turn on any of the lights in the house. If there's like, like I put out all my options if, you know, there's going to be a jump rope or a long sleeve shirt or whatever. And then I just like put on, like I have a couple different options waiting for me so I don't have to go rustling around in the closet and wake up Brandon. Yeah. So... And then I grab my little protein lemonade and I get out the door and it's three minutes away. The gym is three minutes away. I still think that that's like the only way this is working. Sure. I don't blame you. Because I get in the, in the car at 4.52 or whatever. And I roll out, roll over there and stumble inside. And yeah. everybody, like the coach kind of makes fun of me that he always says, hi, Claire. And I go, what? <laughs> it happens every single morning. But like, it's not even that I, I don't mean to do it. I literally just like, I'm not ready to take in information yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one, of the, left, so one of the coaches at Jay is always like, are you mad? What's going on? I'm like, no, it's just early. I'm not going to be very verbal until like halfway through the class. And right. it's just, it's really funny. Even after all these years, I'm kind of like, sometimes I'm in my head. Sometimes I'm a little more social, but man, it's still early no matter what. And I agree with you. I think getting the, the light outside really helps, but that it's help. still early. Yeah. yeah, it's really funny. It's funny that you mentioned like laying things out too, not to wake up Brandon, because that was, Scott used to complain all the time. I mean, we got a white noise machine, which I swear has like saved our marriage because he would hear like he I wouldn't say he's a light sleeper, but still like some of our drawers and our dressers are kind of old. So like yeah. really heavy. And so anytime I would like pull the drawer open, he'd be like, ah, he would like wake him up. So I like yeah. try to do my best to like lay everything out the night before and like, you know, have all my stuff ready beforehand i have like just my gym bag by the door so like all that stuff just makes it so much easier yep are you gonna i don't do know Murph? it's been an, uh that's in like a month yeah i know but we're already preparing for it like tj's already programming a lot of workouts to help I mean, with that I'm not, i don't really know i we'll have to see yeah we'll have to see i i mean it's kind of one of those workouts where it's like i could do it like i you know i can run a mile that's fine i'm not gonna find any joy in it necessarily but that's not really the point of murph i guess right so yeah i guess i'll probably do it yeah. i guess it'll probably just depend like what else they have going on that weekend i, yeah. maybe... I remember the last time i did murph was i think i did half murph when i was pregnant and i definitely didn't do murph last year so it's been a while it's crazy how time flies someone asked me i think it was tj this morning was like when did you guys have episode 100 I'm like well claire is pregnant with miles so it's gotta be it was two you know, years ago was it exactly two years that is insane. it was a little bit 
it would have been like, well, it would have been 50 weeks ago. Excuse me, 100 weeks ago. Yeah. So it, it would be, it was like at the end of May, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds yeah. about right. Like before Murph. Oh my gosh. So I don't know if I'll be doing Murph this year because we may go to Aspen just for Memorial Day weekend. But oh, fine. Um, yeah, we're just trying to get like a little weekend getaway. But I, if, I think... I think had it been like a year or two ago, I'd probably feel guilty for not doing Murph. But I'm kind of at that point where, you know, like how you go skiing or that. I can't remember what weekend was it where we were doing a workout. And you're like, I'm not going to do this workout. Be- oh, I think it was like 17. It was the open. Yeah, it was the open it was like where you're 17, like, I don't yeah, want to do this because I want to go skiing. And that's kind right. of where I'm at with, with Murph is I've done it so many times. And if we're in town, absolutely, I'll do it. But I think if we go out, I'm, I'm okay yeah, and with I, like, like, I get- enjoying my life and not doing that workout. Yeah, I get like, you know, there's obviously a lot of significance to Murph, but at the end of the day, also like you need to just look at it like any other workout where like missing this one workout is not going to make or break my life. So, okay. Well, we have obviously the episode 100 or episode 200 party on Saturday, and then we're going to, we're flying to Oakland in a couple weeks to go be on the Mind Pump podcast if you guys are not slash familiar visit mom sandy. slash visit mom sandy so if you guys are not familiar with mind pump they are so crude and weird in the best way possible and i love them very much and so we decided to do kind of like a podcast inception and go out and kill two, two birds with one stone go see mom sandy hang out at the mind pump gym meet the guys i don't ever really need an excuse to go to california because i love california so much yeah um so we'll be doing that and then Memorial Day. Let's see. We're going to be hosting an event at um, West Metro CrossFit. They're having a competition May 20th and 21st. And we're going to be hosting the event or emceeing the event on May 20th. If you guys are in town and if you're local, come to that event. We'll be there all day. Uh, Let's see. What else do we have coming up, Claire? Like in June, anything? Yeah, June. What is it? 24th? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So again, if you're local, we're teaming up with Emily Schramm to do a workout. We're going to be running the... Nope. Nope. <laughs> walking. There will be no running. I'm going to be hiking. Okay. So he- have you done the incline? <laughs> no, I haven't. It I, is insane. I... Okay, guys. So here's what the incline yeah. is. In Manitou Springs, which is just outside Colorado Springs, there is a hill that is a mile long and it's like practically a mi- Like just imagine a mile long staircase and that's what this is. It's like steeper even than... I Like it might as well be straight up. I mean, you're not on like you're not calling on three or you know on all fours by any means but you could it is unbelievably steep and it's just known for being so brutal because it's just a mile of unrelenting in incline so we're gonna go do that for some reason <laughs> with her impacts and i told claire that i would carry her in her own impact so i'm just gonna be yes. carrying claire on my back in an impact <laughs> it's gonna be great it's gonna be great so again and i'll have for... like a little mr fan and i'll just mist you yeah. as you go for the locals Perfect. or if you're gonna be in town that's a june 24th it's a saturday it'll be early so we can beat the heat be a good group of people we'll have some giveaways it'll be fun july who knows what we're going to be doing but then before we know it, the games will be here so yeah and like for all just, of you guys listening oh, don't so forget excited. the crossfit games tickets go on sale i think like the day this episode comes out right yeah. on thursday isn't that right totally yeah oh my gosh i'm so excited i'm so excited i want to double check that but i'm not giving everybody okay yeah april 20th oh no, Ooh, that was affiliate pre-sale. I was like, oh my God, is that Woo! tomorrow? <laughs> Guys, Don't give me a heart this. attack like that, yeah. Okay, April 27th. And pro tip, you can go to, I think it's Axis, A-X- no, Ticketmaster. If you go to Ticketmaster and search the event, 
you can sign up for like email alerts so you don't forget. And also, if you go to Ticketmaster ahead of time and search the event, it can it'll like put you into the waiting room like 30 minutes before the the sale opens, so that you get like in line kind of ahead of time. That's sneaky. Just so you know, that's how you got CrossFit Games tickets the first years. Well, don't give away all the secrets now. Well, not that many. I mean, really, I'm totally kidding. I feel like I feel like if I'm gonna give away secrets to anybody, it should be people who can come see us at the games. Yeah, that's true. That all right. So well, I think that's it. This is uh, the sign off of episode 199. We hope that you've liked. The last 99 episodes. 99 episodes. And thank you guys again for supporting all the people that are sponsoring this podcast. And one of which is Chesty. We had Nicole on the podcast a couple episodes ago. You guys loved her interview. And that's a great way to support the podcast and support female. It was just last week. Oh, was it? My gosh. I'm already thinking. You know why? It's because I was editing that Costa Rica trip a second episode. Yeah, and we did Mm -hmm. Emily's in between. Hashtag so famous. And so please go to thechesty.com and that's C-H-E-S-T-E-E and you can use the discount code GGW to get a discount off your order. And that supports Nicole, that supports GGW. And so that's a great way to support the podcast. And then you can also just check out all our sponsors on our website as well. And oh, it's a great and way to, notably, yeah, for athletics just came out with a sports bra, or, mm-hmm. and they've had them on their website for a while. Yeah, but we just got our first ones, and we Joy has been ranting, raving. I really like it as well. But Joy, talk about talk about your uh, how it fits your rib cage. Yeah, so the sports bra that they sent is. I, I don't buy Lululemon bras because I refuse. I have this weird rule because I have zero boobs that I'm like, why on earth am I spending $100 on a stupid sports bra? And I know they're not that much. But in my mind, I'm like, why on earth, right? Because I just, I can't get on board. I'm like, if you're going to spend that much money, you have to have like huge jugs. And I don't. So huge I... Huge jugs. <laughs> you are going to say that. <laughs> It's true. I'm like, why would I spend that much money if I don't have anything to hold in? So anyway, but on the flip side, it's really frustrating because I have a large, large rib cage. My rib cage, just to put it in perspective, y'all, my um, rib cage is 30. I have a 36 inch bust. It is all rib cage. Zero boobs. (laughs) Zero boobs. So whenever I'm putting on a sports bra, I'm like, oh, it's so freaking ridiculous and it hurts. And I always get like rashes under my armpits because the sports bra like rubs and it's just so tight. But then I have no boobs. It's called so, bra like, bite. Yeah. So then like the front's all loose. It's just ridiculous. So I was skeptical. I will say when 4Athletics was like, we're going to send you some bras. And I'm like, oh, okay, fine. And I put it on this morning and I was like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> because. So is it just that it's stretchy it's or is because, it that it's just like it's because it's like it's not you know how sports bras are like so like the the whole bra is just thick like it from i'm trying to think like the um i don't know how to explain it but like the whole bra to put on feels like you are being birthed like the whole thing is like really thick width and height if that makes sense mm-hmm. like all the measurements are like the same right so you're kind of like putting this on and it's like hard to put on well, the four athletics bra has like a very thin strap. It's almost like putting on a bathing suit, but not because it's like holding everything in. So you feel like you're, you feel like you could move around and it's really beautiful and strappy in the back and it has pads and it's great. And it just, it's kind of made me feel cute this morning. So speaking of sports bras, like I feel like 
we've hit the jackpot because I find I the four athletics one I feel like you can have have it for days when you're like not doing something too intense but you kind of want to look cute and actually have shape to your boobs so I'm a fan I was like oh my gosh I'm so excited to wear this again tomorrow and then I love that we have like the chesty as well because then I'm like I use that I always look the night before I'm like okay if we have heavy cleans or heavy things I pull out the chesty so I'm like oh my gosh we're finally I'm finally getting all the gear that I want that I like actually need for my sports bras so I'm not like I feel like it helps so much look good feel good I'm glad that this has finally happened for you I can't I know I'm like overstating it but you have no idea for someone who has like the no, largest rib cage I've been in the wearing- world I exclusively wear Lululemon sports bras, so I literally don't own, and we've talked about this, I don't own bras that aren't sports bras. Yeah, that's like, right. Like, I wear them to work. Yeah. And so I know how important it is to find yeah. a sports bra that fits well because yeah. I only wear sports bras. So check all that out. GGW. Do thank it. you for making women's wear that actually feels good. It's for women. Mm-hmm. It's for the <laughs> ladies. Okay, oh Claire God. Bear. Well, here we are right. signing off into the sunset. Another 100 episodes. Oh, my gosh. It's so crazy. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to saying that. Even at 200, no. I'll be like, who are you and why do you guys listen to us? So thank you listeners <laughs> for sticking with us and staying with the podcast and listening all these hours. You've put in so much time listening to this podcast. We cannot thank you enough. It still is unbelievable that we've created this community and we hope that we keep doing it. So thank you because of you. Because of you. <laughs> no, you can't sing anymore. Janie's going to get mad. She's not going to hear that. She's not going to hear that. She is. She's going to text us right now. She's going to be like, I heard it, Joy. I heard it. I can't protect you. I just feel like it's a movie every time I sing. I can't protect you. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm not. All right. Sign it off. Bye. Talk to you later. Bye.